Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. This week, we are going to be talking all things career. So if you know my story, you know that I completely switched careers about a year ago now. And I want to share with you five tips that helped me to make the switch into a different field and now have a career that I love. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm so excited for this week's episode. So, we are going to be talking all things career this week. It's coming close to my one year anniversary of leaving athletic training and going into insurance. And I want to share with you guys tips that helped me to make that switch, make that leap. I've been talking to a lot of different people lately about wanting to go into a new career field or make a transition. So, I thought, why not share some of the things that I've shared with my friends and family? But first, what am I grateful for? I am grateful for good friends. I know I say this every week, but to be honest, we had an incident recently. So actually, Kyle and I were supposed to be up north this weekend, and we had a bit of a car issue. And the vehicle that we were taking broke down about an hour outside of town. And it was or an hour outside of our house, 45 minutes. And it was late at night because we worked late and we were just going to get up there late. And our car broke. So that was very unfortunate. And we had to call friends. We're like, who on a Friday night at 11 o'clock is sober and awake? I mean, we're both close to 30 or over 30. So we're like, they're either having fun, going out or they're in bed. So I'm very grateful. Shout out to you, Danny. She came and picked us up. She rescued us and very, very grateful for that. It thankfully wasn't a super, super hot night, but still Arizona in the desert in the summer, not an ideal situation. So just shout out to friends who are awake and can come and rescue you at 11 p.m. at night because that was quite the ordeal. And I'm very, very grateful for her. So shout out to you. So what am I loving this week? Well, first, I am loving my new haircut. If you're watching the YouTube, you may have noticed, maybe didn't. But I took off probably like three inches, two to three inches of hair. I have fine, thin hair. I love my hair, but I love it long. And I just needed to accept, hey, you know what? Maybe it can't be this long right now. <laughs> as much as I love the length, if you have fine hair, if you have thin hair, you probably know that the longer it gets, the heavier it gets. Like, So I've always been told I have thin hair and fine hair, but a lot of it 
I don't know if that makes sense. Like I have a lot of fine thin hair. So when it gets too long, it just gets heavy and it weighs down and the ends kind of look scraggly. And I do a ton to upkeep my hair. You know, I've been using Monate forever. Shout out to them. I love their products. And truly it didn't look bad, right? It did not look bad, but it just felt heavy and I wasn't getting the movement I wanted if I wasn't curling it. And so I was like, you know what? Every time I look up my hair, like type and style, they always recommend shorter hair. So it's not short, short by any means. Like it's not a bob. I wouldn't even call it a lob, but it's, it's definitely mid length hair. And I've been trying to grow out my hair for a long time. So I was a little scared, but, and it was funny on the drive over to get my hair cut. Shout out to you, Megan. She did an amazing job. I was like, you know what? I think I just want to take some length off because that's what's going to give me the movement I need. And logically, I know that. So I'm loving it. I haven't styled it yet myself. This is the leftover from her doing some waves to it yesterday. As you can see, I have very straight hair, so it's already fallen out. But I'm excited to style it myself and see what I think. I just, what I love the most is it just feels healthy. I don't know about you, but there's just something about a fresh, haircut it makes you feel fucking good so i'm loving it i was a little scared but i'm loving it other thing i'm loving which is what i actually wrote down to talk about today is cjla which is carly jean los angeles it is a clothing brand it is a boutique clothing brand i really love them i have been shopping there for years so i started shopping there in grad school if i'm remembering correctly for basics, they have a lot of their stuff is USA made, which I love. It's also it's grown a lot since I first started shopping there, which obviously I'm like happy for them that it's grown. But it's grown a lot and it is like a small family owned business and they focus a lot on like capsule wardrobes. So they make a lot of pieces that mix and match and go together and they have expanded a bit like there's more dresses, more patterns, stuff like that. But I really go to them for my basics. I don't get jeans from them anymore. I'll be honest. I struggle with jeans. I think a lot of people struggle with jeans, but with my body type, my best bet is going to be the Abercrombie Curve Love because I got a booty and I got hips, but my waist is smaller. So that's like the only brand that works for me very well. If you have any other, let me know. I've heard good things about Good American. I just haven't tried them yet. Um, but anywho, I am loving CGLA. And when I started working from home, so this kind of ties in, when I started working from home, I'm like, what do I wear? Like, I don't want to just wear sweats every day. I want to put some effort in and I want to feel good about myself, feel comfortable. And to be honest, guys, when I was in athletic training, I was essentially wearing a uniform because I had to wear the school's um, the school's outfits, right? Like I basically was like, which ASU shirt, which Michigan shirt, which Wingate shirt am I going to wear? And which khaki pants or black pants am I going to wear? Right. You know, there was only so many options. It was almost like wearing a uniform similar to when I was in private school. And so I've been loving CJLA because they're comfortable. It's high, high quality guys. Like I have had some of these basic t-shirts for literal years, like five plus years, and they still look new. So very soft, high quality. Their basics line are my favorite. You know, I have gotten other things from them. I love their sweaters. I just got like a jogger set recently I really liked. And so I'm trying to expand my closet. And I'll be honest, a lot of it's going to be CJLA. It's not cheap by any means, but they do have good sales. So honestly, I get a lot of things on sale. They have a rewards program now, which helps, but they last a long time. So 
for me, I love the concept of a capsule wardrobe. I haven't gone completely into the capsule wardrobe yet. Like I don't 100% know how to mix and match things super well, but they can help you put together capsules. And I love that. I'd rather have high quality pieces that last me a long time. That is my vibe. I don't know about y'all, but that is my vibe. So for example, the shirt I'm wearing right now, if you're watching the YouTube, is just their basic scoop neck t-shirt and it's so soft. And I have this in like five colors, three or four. Nah, probably more like four colors. And I love it. It's soft. So I'm just loving CGLA. If you're looking to upgrade your closet, as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast recently, that's something I've been trying to do over the last several months is get rid of things, clean out old things, make room for new, especially just entering into this new stage of life. You know, I'm turning 30 this year. I have a new career, all these things. So I'm loving it. 10 out of 10 recommend, especially working from home. I want to be comfortable, but still not be in pajamas, want to feel put together. But what I love about these, honestly, is it feels like pajamas, but it looks more presentable. So CGLA, check them out. I found them on Instagram. They have an amazing Facebook group that I love that people share their insides. And also like I get a lot of stuff from them off Poshmark. A lot of people only wear it a couple of times and resell it. So that's another great thing. If you're not a Poshmark fan, like what are you doing? I love Poshmark. I don't really know how to thrift in a thrift store, but I love, love, love Poshmark for items from like a little bit more expensive stores. So anywho, that's what I'm loving. Now let's dive into this week's topic, which are five tips I have for if you are trying to transition in your career and maybe check out a new career. So little backstory, super fast. I went to school for athletic training. I got my master's. Well, I got my undergraduate, my bachelor's in exercise science, and then I got my master's in athletic training. And I did that because honestly, to be an athletic trainer at that point, you needed to either have a bachelor's in athletic training or master's. And I didn't know what I wanted to do until right before I graduated from Michigan Tech. So I kind of had to go get a master's, which is totally fine. Love it. It's great. So on and so forth. And then I did an internship and then I did a fellowship and then I ended up at ASU and I did enjoy it, right? There's things I didn't like about the job, but it was more of a me thing. You know, I just realized that this was not the career I wanted anymore. And so this time last year, I was having the application process. And actually, I was thinking about it. I probably was offered the job around this time last year, like this week. So like second week of August, because I left the second week of September and I gave them a month's notice, which, wow. It's crazy to think it's been a year. It really has. And it's changed my life in a lot of amazing ways. So if you're someone that is feeling stuck, if you're someone that's feeling super uninspired in their job, if you're someone that's just like struggling, take a listen because maybe these tips will help you. And I know a lot of people that are looking to make shifts and maybe looking to either get a better job in their field or completely change fields. So now I work in athletic insurance. So essentially, if you don't know, quick, quick heads up, a lot of different athletic groups are going to hold insurance policies for their athletes. So my accounts specifically are division one and two schools. So especially at the collegiate level, they have to have insurance for their athletes. And it's a secondary insurance plan typically, but that's what I do. So I do something that is adjacent to the career I was in, but at the same time, it's also completely different. Like I went from sports medicine to paying for all the bills that I was basically creating before, right? So that's that's what I'm doing. I made a very big change of life, change of pace. It's a completely different career field. So how did I do that? 
first thing, my first tip is going to be determining your strengths and your weaknesses. This sounds super basic, but you need to get very real with yourself. What are you good at? What are things you need to improve upon? So when I was thinking about that on my resume and in my cover letter and when I was preparing for interviews, I looked at what am I good at? Not what I love, okay? Not necessarily what do I love to do, but what am I good at doing? So for me, I was like, I'm a pretty good communicator. I mean, it's one reason why I love podcasting, right? But I was good at communicating in my, go- in my job and I was good at leading. In my opinion, that's the feedback I was getting, et cetera, et cetera. So think about what are things that you get positive feedback on often? What are things that you feel like you thrive on in your current job? Now, what are things you could approve upon? That's also important. That doesn't mean that you're terrible at it or whatever, but what is it that maybe you could improve upon that is not necessarily your strength in the job? Now, in my opinion, I think it's good to find careers where you can really focus on your strengths, okay? And I am doing, I'm going to reference this book a lot, and it's going to be a book I recommend to anyone who's in this position. It is called U-Turn by Ashley Stahl. And the little tagline is get unstuck, discover your direction and design your dream career. This book, I'll be honest, guys, I read this probably like six months before I really decided, okay, I need to change careers. And this book changed my life because she talks a lot about how it's not that you necessarily are in the wrong field or in the wrong job, but maybe you need to find a better position within that field. You know, so for me, I think I'm a lot better at athletic assurance. Maybe not better, but I enjoy it more and it brings me more joy, right? It brings me more purpose, more fulfillment than the actual athletic training part. So I'm in an adjacent field. I didn't completely switch. I mean, I did, but I did it. You know what I mean? So this book, she really talks about, you know what, just because you love it doesn't necessarily mean it's what you're good at. So that's why the first tip I'm going to say is, Get out a piece of pen and paper and or a piece of paper and a pen, you know, notebook, whatever. Get out something and make a list of what are the things that you get positive feedback on that are your strengths. So like I said, for me, I've noticed that's communication, leadership, things like that. Now, what is the type of work that you want to be doing? Do you have any idea? Maybe you have no idea. Okay, if you don't have any idea, that's okay. Look at what is the lifestyle you want? What is the lifestyle that you desire? Because I really actually think that looking at the lifestyle you desire and then working backwards is going to help you to get more clarity on which career that you want to do. So think about what is the work that you enjoy doing? What are things that you don't enjoy doing? This kind of aligns with your strengths and your weaknesses. What lights you up? So for me, I knew that I wanted a job where I was no longer working weekends. I didn't want to work weekends and I didn't want to travel. And some people love traveling. And to be honest, there are parts of the travel that I really enjoyed, but I knew long term that it wasn't going to be sustainable for me and I wanted to make that switch. I needed something, to be honest, for me that was a lot lower stress. Maybe that sounds silly to some of you, but I was like, I am not doing this to add a ton of stress to my life. And especially with the outside things I had going on, I was like, I don't need my job to also make me hate my life too. That's not the goal here. So think about what is the lifestyle that you want and look at what are careers that maybe will 
fit that position? Are you looking for a work from home position? Are you looking to go into an office? Are you looking to travel? Are you fine with working nights? Are you fine with working weekends? What is it that you're okay with? What is it that you desire? And then honestly, eliminate things that do not fit into that position. So for example, a lot of people for me were like, why didn't you just go to a different setting in athletic training? And for me, to be quite honest, I was like, I don't see myself in any other setting. I would literally hate my life at a high school. Absolutely not. That's a ton of nights and weekends. Also, I didn't want to work with minors. I thought I would get very bored in a PT clinic. The only other setting I was semi-interested in was working in an orthopedic center and helping with surgeries, assisting with surgeries. But that required more education. And to be honest, I did not want to take that step back and have to go do a fellowship somewhere. and go get more education. I was not in a position where I financially could do that, nor did I desire to do that, right? But if you are okay with that, that's fine. You may need to get more education, right? So look at the lifestyle that you want and use that to figure out which path you may want to go and which path you may not want to go. The next thing to think about is what is the salary range that you're looking for? And be honest with yourself. So for me, of course, I hope to continue to grow. Of course, I hope to make more money. But I was looking at, okay, this is the range for the job that I'm currently in. I'm not super okay with that. There's not a ton of growth potential. There's all a big gap, a big cap as well. And I knew that I was already towards the top end for my experience level and that it would take a good 15 plus years before I was really going to make anything that was significantly more. Okay. So that's something to look at. What is the range that you want? And then when I was looking at the jobs that I did apply for, I was like, okay, maybe the starting salary is going to be relatively similar to where I'm at now, but the growth potential is way better. That's for me was a big difference. I was like, this is what I'm making now. Yes. I can afford to live, but this is my ideal. And to be honest, I put my minimum salary. I knew that my minimum salary was at the top end more so of their of their job listing when I when I applied, right? But I was like if I'm going to take that transition, I might as well try. I might as well try and get more money right? Like, why wouldn't you try? So I will say be realistic, especially if you are completely switching fields. Like if you have no experience in a field, don't expect to get paid. Like you are someone that's been in the field five, 10, 15 years. Like we need to be realistic, but also be realistic about what do I need to fucking live? Like I just said, what is the lifestyle you want? Don't only figure out the career that may fit that, figure out the salary that's going to fit that. And again, look at long-term, look at short-term and long-term. Okay, maybe you're looking at a job that would require you to take a small cut now, a small salary cut now, but long-term, there is way more growth potential and way more potential to make exponentially more money versus staying where you're at now and knowing that there's a lot less potential for growth. What are you going to do? I'll be honest with you. I know for a fucking fact that insurance makes way more money than athletic training in the long term, even in various positions. So, and I knew it was a foot in the door to the industry, right? So I don't know. I don't know what the future is going to bring me. 
I don't know if I'm going to ever want to transition into a different type of insurance or if I'm going to want to go into a different type of role within my company or whatever the case may be, right? But I knew there was a lot more growth opportunity and salary opportunity, right? So that is something to think about. Look at what you want to make and also believe that you are worthy of making that money. I don't know. The energetics behind this is also extremely important and we're not going to dive super into that today. But you guys know I talk about the universal laws. If you have not watched my episode or listened to my episode about the universal laws, please do so because you can use those and apply it to this situation. I think one of the reasons that I got the job that I got is because I knew in my soul that I deserved the things that I desired, right? I had already assumed that I was going to make it happen. I had no clue how I was going to make it happen, but I knew I was going to make it happen. And maybe this is not what I expected. I never expected to do athletic insurance, right? That was not on my like bingo card of life, right? But what did I want? I wanted job flexibility. I wanted location flexibility, time flexibility, and I wanted to make more money. And guess what? I have time flexibility. I have location flexibility and I make more money. And I did that because I was like, I know that I am a competent employee, a capable employee, a good employee, a hard worker. I know I'm a fast learner. I know that I can do it if I apply myself. I know 100%. And that confidence also is going to transcend into interviews. So listen to that episode. We're not going to dive into it right now, but it's really important. Now, the next thing is, do you know anyone that is doing the jobs that you are thinking about? So networking is incredibly important. I'm going to argue that networking is the most important thing. I really think it is high, high up there. One, because it helps you to create good contacts with where you are right now, but also it can help you open up doors and opportunities that maybe aren't being posted online, maybe that you wouldn't have known about. So how I got my job, guys, is literally in a Facebook group post that I was in for athletic training and someone randomly was like, Hey, I have a family member who's sick and I'm a caretaker for them. And I'm looking at what are remote opportunities? Are there even remote opportunities in my job? And I was like, Ooh, working remote. That sounds appealing. Let me look at what the comments are. And there were a couple different comments and I reached out to a couple of the people that commented. I was like, okay, what is this? Like, can you please tell me more? And she did you know, shout out to her. It was so funny, actually the group. So when I was hired, there was four other people that were hired and every single one of us found out about that job and about that company from that girl, from that fake Facebook post, every single one, every single one. And she talked to all of us and she shared with us what she was doing and why she liked it. And she's awesome. Amazing. Like seriously, she deserves a Christmas gift. I should probably give her one this year, honestly. And Incredible, incredible. But networking is going to get you everywhere. And I found out, so I had, when I went to my job, I had a week of training in person and I got to meet one of the higher ups that was out of town up until like, honestly, the last hour I was in office, I got to meet him. And he was like, oh, I talked to so-and-so about you. And it was one of my old bosses back at Michigan. I was like, what? I didn't even know you knew him. I mean, I wasn't shocked that he knew him because this was like a big name in athletic training. And this guy that worked for our company or that works for our company is also a big name in athletic training. And he was the one that was pushing, bringing athletic trainers in. And so they were connecting about me. So this guy already had an idea of who I was and the type of worker I was before I even stepped foot into his office. So your network is extremely important and you never know what connections may bring. And I'm going to argue that every time I have been in 
a job interview and in my old position, I interviewed people. And guess what? We would always prioritize people that we had some sort of connection to. Maybe we had a past employee that recommended them or was a reference, or maybe a current employee knew them, or maybe, you know, there was some sort of connection, even if it was a second or third string down the road, there was some sort of connection. So build your network, grow your network, and put yourself in positions where you can talk to people about what they're doing. If you have someone that's living the life that you want, reach out to them, ask them, how did they get there? What are they doing? How did they like, how did they create this opportunity for themselves? Did they have to apply to a lot of positions? Did they not? And this is a tip that wasn't on my list. So a little bonus one is you never know what is going to stick. Okay. You never know what's going to stick and you may have to apply to a ton of different things. Okay. Do not get discouraged by that. So I guess this is my, this is my fifth, fifth tip really quick. Apply big, apply up. So what I mean by that is put yourself out there. You literally never know which opportunity is going to be the one that works for you, that you work for them, and that is going to stick. If you had told me that I was going to be working athletic insurance and loving it, I'd be like, what? What the fuck? Are you serious? Especially because my limited knowledge with insurance, I was like, fuck that. That sounds awful. But once I learned about the company, talked to them, got to know them and got to know what the lifestyle would look like. I was like, oh, this is actually very much what I want. This checks all these different boxes. Check, 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 check. So apply big. You never know. And also this is similar with that salary. You never know if you do not ask. So you go big because the worst they can say is no. Right. And now, of course, you don't want to like outprice yourself. You know what I mean? You don't want to make it so that you're completely out of their range, but you can give them some flexibility. So what I did is I set a range and I knew based on some Google searching that my minimum was towards the top end of theirs. So what I said, and I mean, I was grateful they did still give me like what I wanted. Right. But what I said was, hey, I because typically in interviews, they're going to ask you, what are your salary expectations? So I said, this is my desired range. I also am going to take into account vacation days and benefits. So, and for me, they also pay to keep me accredited. That is big. That is worth hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, right? So you have to look at all of these different things and these components. So maybe the salary is a little bit less than you want, but they have amazing benefits and a great retirement package. And a lot of vacation days. Those are all really important components because again, it is going to add to your life. So apply big. So really quick, what are the five tips? Determine your strengths and your weaknesses. What are you good at? What needs improvement? Really important. Get to know yourself. Be very honest with yourself. Two, what type of work are you wanting to be doing? What is the lifestyle that you want to live? Think about that, write that down and eliminate things that do not align. There is no point for applying for jobs that do not fit with the lifestyle that you want. Like, what the fuck is the point of that? Absolutely not. Three, what is the salary range that you are looking for and is there growth potential? Be very honest with yourself. Take a look at your finances. Take a look at potential debt, bills, retirement goals, travel goals, life goals. What are your goals in life? What salary do you need to do that? write it down and is there growth potential in the in, in the industry is your desired is your desired income the top end of that range for that job mm, maybe maybe go a different route if you can okay four know that anyone 
could be the next lead to the next job. So network. Do you know anyone that you're doing? Create your network, build up your network. It's really, really, really important. Last tip, go big, go big or go home and make your resume rain in all these opportunities. Apply to a ton of stuff because you never know what's gonna make it. I applied for a different insurance job and I had a contact there, one of my good friends, she worked there and she was like, you are a shoe in I would be shocked if you didn't get it. And I got a first interview, but I didn't get a second. And she was like, I genuinely don't know why you didn't get a second. And you know what? It's because long-term, like that wasn't the job that's meant for me and that's okay. And just know, don't get discouraged because I was really discouraged. And then an even better opportunity came, which is now the job I have. That first job wouldn't have paid for me to keep my athletic training accreditation. I don't know if it would have given me as many bonuses or raises or vacation time. You know, I have it good. I am not fucking complaining. I'm extremely grateful, right? It's why I work hard for them because they treat me well. So apply big, go big, believe in yourself. And then bonus tip, read U-Turn by Ashley Stahl. She is incredible. This book is incredible. I know she has a podcast of her own. I think this book changed my life. Get a notebook to do with it. I don't know if it has a workbook associated. It probably should if it doesn't. But 10 out of 10 recommend this book if you are feeling stuck and you are wanting to make a switch in your career. U-Turn by Ashley Stahl. I'll put it in the show notes and it's incredible. Now let's end with a chakra card, okay? I actually already pulled this card this week and it is the soul healing card, which is associated to the soul star chakra. So this card is to remind you that deep soul healing is at hand and maybe you're already experiencing it. Maybe you're already seeing it. And just know that a lot of change may happen in this soul healing process. This is an awakening and this can cause change. This can stir up deep emotions, deep feelings, deep wounds, but just know that your soul holds the key and the medicine for what you need to heal. Okay. So this allows for you to have healing on an emotional level, on a physical level, on a spiritual level, and know that the process that you are undergoing is powerful. And there's going to be positive light that is injected into this process to help you. Okay. So an affirmation, I love this. I had to pull out the book because I love the affirmation. It's, I am open to receive deep soul healing now and embrace the support of pure love to guide my healing journey. So know that if there's chaos in your life right now, know that it is helping you to create change. We need chaos sometime to help us make the changes necessary to live the life that we want. Okay. And just know that your soul is being asked to trust and to listen and that the universe has your back. I say this all the time, but I genuinely mean it. When you're going through a soul healing process, it's an awakening of sorts, and it may cause you to really reevaluate what's important, your values, your goals, your dreams, okay? So take some time, think about that, know that your soul is the all-powerful conscious aspect of your being, and that it may be undergoing this healing process. Call on to your ancestors, call on to your guides, know that the universe is here supporting you, take time to nurture yourself, to love yourself, do the things that bring you joy, that light up your heart, that light up your soul. Just do not forget that you are worthy of this healing. You are worthy of this love and this healing. And know that no matter what, that this these changes typically are going to benefit your heart and your soul. And you are being encouraged to let go of the old, to make room for the new. We know that I talk about this all the time. So when you're in an awakening process, I'll be honest, 
things typically start to crumble and fall apart. And we call those tower moments sometimes. And these tower moments are helping you to make room and clear out for the old. So actually, this kind of ties in. I had so much dang chaos in my life right before I decided to switch careers. And this chaos and this turmoil and this frustration is what really pushed me to start looking elsewhere. And I don't know if without it, I would have taken those steps. And having this new job, having this new career has been one of the most healing things for me. It has improved my life on so many different levels. And I needed that chaos to push me to make change. Okay. So just know that if you're going through some shit right now, that typically there is going to be a bigger reason behind it. And to know that you are being supported. You are loved, you are supported. There's deep healing at hand. You know, I'm always going to recommend meditation, breath work, crystals. Do something that is taking care of you. Make yourself a priority. Okay. I hope this episode helped you. If you have any questions, please let me know. Please drop questions in the comments. I did a whole episode that was reviewing the U turn. I loved it. I love this book. So I did a whole episode on it, but I did want to just share my quick tips regarding it. And please let me know if you have any questions. If you're applying for a job or if you're thinking about it and you want to talk to me, hit me up. Okay. I'm posting on YouTube, TikTok. I'm posting on um, Instagram. Like Instagram DMs are probably going to be one of the better places or Facebook DMs. I'll be honest. I'm like, I'm 29 and I still use Facebook and I honestly love it. I'm going to be on. I, I like Facebook still, so call me crazy. But I hope you guys got something from this episode today. Believe in yourself, okay? If you are feeling stuck, if you are feeling lost, not having any direction, or just upset, not liking where your life currently is, know that you have the power to change it. You 100% have the power to change it. Do not give up on yourself. Do not give up on your goals. I believe in you and do not forget to stay empowered. Thank you guys so much for being here this week. I cannot wait for next week. And I did post my review of the Kanju or the Kanjo acupressure mat. So if you haven't checked it out on YouTube, take a look. It's what I talk about all the time. So if you want more info on it, watch the review. Let me know what you think. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Do not forget to stay empowered. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode, and of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.